Welcome to the Lola Community Podcast. In this podcast, we will have questions, quotes, and conversations between different people, and your host will be Pleasant Selecki. Thank you. I hope you enjoy it. Good morning. Today's a special episode because it's Sailor's 11th birthday, and to me, her birth represents a birth in my own life of moving towards a creative life, moving towards entrepreneurial experiences and passions and going for my dreams. Um, Before Sailor, I really was all in with public education and public charter schools. My whole life was focused on um, my career and having Sailor, um, not only the pregnancy, which was a beautiful, connected, healthy experience, um, but then after just realizing that things were going to be different, that the way I lived my life and the way that I mothered and took care of myself and my daughter and our family was going to change. And I think like most life-changing experiences. You don't really know what you're getting into. Um, I certainly did not know when I decided to open a yoga studio. Um, I did not know when I was 28 and found out that I was going to have a baby. Um, I just went all in. And the thing that really grounded me through the whole experience was a committed yoga and meditation and movement practice. And I've been going back through old pictures and old letters to her and just really feeling into the past 11 years together. And I found this uh, writing that I did on one of my old blogs, Little Own Life, on March 11th, 2013. So she would have, I think that was right after her fourth birthday, um, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Um, And actually it doesn't have a year on it, but I think it said 2013. I can't remember because I don't have it pulled up, but (laughs) Um, it was many years ago. And here's what I wrote. Today, I feel emotional, deflated, and a bit anxious, even after a beautiful weekend of joy. I spend a lot of time reading and writing and feeling absorbed and absorbing the feelings associated with positivity. I live my life awake in the moment, vibrant, motivated, positive ways, and then I don't. And today, where I need a long talk with my best friend and to move my body and eat healthy food to feed my soul, I want to spend time hugging my kids and rubbing their feet and their backs so that I can connect with others. I know when I get down how to ask for help, reach out to those around me, and give myself some space to be okay with the fact that I'm not okay. Part of loving life so much and jumping into change is that I also experience deep sadness, the yin and the yang. Practicing yoga doesn't mean I live ha- I live life being happy all the time. It means I know the deep and vast experience that we have in this world. I have it too. Good days and hard days, joyous days and sacred days, days of sleepiness and days full of energy. Today my heart is heavy, my stomach in knots. I feel tears and I'm grateful that I have the capacity to feel my life, the joy and the pain. Here's a poem for today. West Wind number two. You are young, so you know everything. 
You leap into the boat and begin rowing, but listen to me. Without fanfare, without embarrassment, without any doubt, I talk directly to your soul. Listen to me. Lift the oars from the water. Let your arms rest in your heart and heart's little intelligence. And listen to me. There is life without love. It is not worth a bent penny or a scuffed shoe. When you hear, a mile away and still out of sight, the churn of the water as it begins to swirl and roil, fretting around the sharp rocks, when you hear that unmistakable pounding, when you feel the mist on your mouth and sense ahead the embattlements, the long falls plunging and streaming, then row, row for your life toward it. Mary Oliver. And I think what I was saying in that post um, was the weekend before I wrote that was very beautiful. We'd had a big birthday party and lots of family came and we really used to make a very big deal about Sailor's birthday. Um, And my grandmother and my dad and it was just always so vibrant and I think once everybody left, it just felt lonely and I felt sad and I felt into the fullness of what um, love, the depths of love for this family, for this daughter. Um, And I just want to be clear about it that sometimes our love has this darkness because it's powerful and it can be scary to love something or someone so much and to feel so deeply connected to them. And when we really sit with that, the feelings of possible loss or, um, you know, disconnection happening, it can be really scary. So I think that um, as I enter into a new year of parenting and another year of um, little ohm life or Lola now, (laughs) that I'm so grateful for this ever expanding, circling experiences of growth and transformation and just living awake, like wide awake to what's happening. So I hope you enjoy hearing Sailor uh, talk. The audio is not great. So uh, I apologize for that and hope that you have a beautiful day with your family. May you be happy. May you be safe. May you be healthy and may you live with ease. Okay. Hello, everybody. It's Pleasant. And we're doing a special episode about turning 11. Someone I know is turning 11. Who's that? What's happening? What's it feel like? I don't know. It feels the same. What do you think the difference is between um, you're going to be going to middle school next year? Right? So this is a big shift in age because you move from elementary school to middle school. What does that feel like? Do you have any idea? It feels really sad to leave my elementary school. Why does it feel sad? Because I've known that school for a long time and I've known people there for a long time. And um, some people from my school aren't going to be at the same middle school that I love. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's going to be hard because you're not going to be with all your friends. Yeah. Are the are your friends, like, m- more super important to you right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is it like to be um, a kid right now? Give me a little bit of insight into your life. 
What do you mean? Like, what is your life like? What's your work and school and friends and how do you manage it all? Um, my work, I have homework almost every, I have homework almost every other week, I mean every other day. Mm -hmm. Um, and my friends, I would say, we get into a fight sometimes, but I mean, not that often. What do you like to do with your friends? Um, I like to talk to them about stuff. Um, okay. <laughs> so one of the things that we wanted to sort of dig into a little bit today is that parenting. So now I have 11 years of experience with you on the outside. <laughs> and one of the things that is so fascinating as a parent is watching your child really develop and grow into the person. And there's some things that I think our lifestyle obviously has impacted you and made a difference in your life. Mm -hmm. And I think some of the things are intentional and some are not. So what are the things that you know or you feel about how you've been growing up? Like, um, what are the things that are really important to you? What do you notice about how you're growing up versus some of your friends? What do you notice? I notice that since I have a mom like you, for example, that like, is always asking about what's going on in school. Mm. And um, you always want me to know that I can talk to you, so I do. Um, I tell you almost, almost everything. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like a lot of kids in my school don't trust their parents. Mm. Um, Why don't they trust their parents, do you know? Well, I think they do trust them. Mm -hmm. They just don't want to tell them stuff that's going on mm -hmm. in school. Why do you think? Because it gets a little obnoxious once your mom or your dad starts knowing what's going on in school and they could tell someone to stop and you don't want them to get into your own business. I don't understand. So some parents of your friends, you feel like, get into their business? Is that what you mean? Yes. Yeah. Um. Okay, so that's one thing you notice about how you're growing up is that um, I, is that your parents ask you how you're doing and you feel comfortable telling them what's some happening. Things. Some things. Yeah, some things. Yeah. Obviously, not everything. It's good not to tell everybody everything. Um, what are some other things you notice about your life and how you've been raised? Well, my brother... Um... Milo, he helps me being raised because I understand the difficulties um, of having a little brother and one of my best friends is not. Mm -hmm. She's always asking uh, for my brother to go away mm -hmm. and saying, Sailor, can you have him go away? We need to talk about something. And I always try to let him down kindly. Mm -hmm. And then I have to call you or something. Mm -hmm. Um, but another thing, he's always, I'm learning how to be respectful of him mm -hmm. and how to be respectful of people that um, don't really understand their uh, feelings. 
when you're like six or seven or eight mm-hmm. or younger. And also, another thing of growing up, since I have dyslexia, someone the other day, someone's mom the other day, um, one of my friends' moms asked me um, about my reading because her son has dyslexia mm. and he's very dyslexic. So she asked me about reading and if it ever gets better for him mm. or gets better for me I said I just listen to audiobooks but I'm really slow when I actually read an actual book mm-hmm. with a hardcover mm-hmm. <laughs> or not a hardcover. Do you feel like you're the only one who has challenges? No. Do your friends do you guys talk about the different challenges that you face in your lives and are you open about that, or are you guys more closed off? Um, I think we're more closed off mm. with the learning, but with, like, if we need to tell someone something, like, important, or we feel bad that someone said something about them, mm-hmm. we want to tell them just to let them know, but it also causes drama. And then it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But I like to tell people if they're being talked about behind their back and what they're being talked about. Because they, if they think that I'm talking about them behind their back and I don't tell them that I'm not, they're going to get mad at me and I don't want to lose a relationship. Mm. So you were talking a little bit about understanding how different people have different emotions. And one of the things that you noticed about having a little brother is that you're able to kind of see that not everybody's the same and having a little brother who's working through his emotions helps you understand how to deal with that in other people, mm-hmm. right? Not just your brother. Yeah. One of the things that you decided to start this year was a mindfulness club and starts you also, yep, starts next week, starts yep, next, next week. week. A week from today. Yeah. And you also started doing some meditation. So can you, uh, in some of our live classes and for the Lola community, can you talk a little bit about why you're starting this club and why you're doing meditation? Well, I feel like the club, for the club, I feel like people in fifth grade definitely need it because there's a ton of drama at our school, Mm -hmm. but that's what makes our school, our school and it's, Sometimes it's mean, sometimes it's really nice, but it still makes our school our school. But I feel like the club represents, um, you can tell people things, and it also represents calming down Mm -hmm. from the day and being calm. (laughs) Um, Why? Before you talk about meditation, why is being calm important, or why would why would you need to do or that like in your school day? Calming down. Well, we had a whole thing at our school that someone um, did. Yeah, and it was like a what's it called? Uh, they had signs and everything. Protest. Protest. Yes. Activism. Protest. There's a lot of activism in your school this year. Yes. And one of awesome. my best friends um, made the protest with some other people. Mm-hmm. And so I thought 
that that was really smart. Mm-hmm. And but they were doing it not because of the school. They were doing it because they wanted some calm down time after recess, after lunch, and after specials. Because the day was moving very quickly, and mm-hmm. you didn't feel like you guys got a chance to kind of process down, yeah. and relax. Why is it important in school or in the physical body, the human body, to have time to calm down? Or else you're just going to be rushing things, and there's going to be too, many, too much stuff in your head. You're mm. going to be thinking about what score did I get on my science quiz? Blah, 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 blah. And you just need like a second to calm down. We get 10 minutes now to calm down Mm. in our thing called flex. It's like a extra thing for Mm -hmm. an extra subject. Mm -hmm. Um, So we get 10 minutes of that to calm down in all of our classes Mm. for that flex period. (laughs) So the human body, the, the thing that's really interesting that you guys felt, mm-hmm. even though you didn't know this and you didn't say this, is that our, our bodies, we're not robots. We're not meant to race and rush from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing. And it's not the best way that we learn. It's yeah. not the best way that we create, learn, yeah, or solve problems. Three big things that we're doing in school, right? Being creative solving problems and learning. And so if we're rushing, what is that face for? We're not really being that creative. You don't feel like you're being creative? No. Yeah. So creativity though, in order to tap into it, needs the, that, that calm process, right? When you're doing art, you're not doing your projects and your paintings by rushing around and doing it really fast. It takes time to develop those yeah. gorgeous paintings that you do, right? <laughs> Okay, so now talk a little bit about how creating the meditations has been. You've done a few on the podcast. Can you talk a little bit about where that inspiration comes from from you? Well, I think the inspiration comes from what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. And sometimes what I'm feeling other people need. Mm -hmm. So if I need a little extra love, I say what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people really do need it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then they start crying. But it's just, I feel like it's a nice way to express how I feel mm-hmm. to other people. Mm-hmm. So you've grown up in a house. You grew up in a yoga studio when you were a baby yeah. and in yoga classes and on lots of retreats. We have another one coming up. You've been doing mother-daughter retreats since you were two. Mm-hmm. Now you're 11, almost 11. So nine years. What would you say to a family, let's say there's a mom listening or a kiddo listening who hasn't had a lot of yoga or meditation or connection time, right? Maybe their mom has like three or four kids working full time. Maybe she's a single mom. Maybe she's been really busy and has not had time to relax and connect. What would you say they could do now where could they start with their own practice? Well, I think you could start by listening to some podcasts about mindful meditation. Mm. But not those kid ones that are like, calm down, <laughs> five seconds and breathe in, out. No, that's not like it. What, what do like, you mean? Tell me the ones you do mean then. Like, Ones that are like, okay, go to your happy place, blah, mm. like kind of what I do. I feel like that one's more expressional, 
than the condo. So more realistic. Yes. That's what you mean. Mm-hmm. That sometimes some of the kids' podcasts are too fake. Yeah, what you'd say, or not real. So mm-hmm. you like the ones that are real. Yeah. Okay. So that's one thing. They could find some podcasts that are real. You could get a book on yoga mm. and you could start doing exercises mm-hmm. of tree pose, dive a dog, candle, all those. And um, you could start doing, taking five minutes of your time and practicing not stressful practice like you don't have to do this like you may want to go home do your homework and then do it you could do it before bed you mm. can listen to a book before bed that's what I do to calm myself down um but it's also something that I do to just take a second and um not think about anything that's school related mm-hmm. and just read my favorite series <laughs> so reading your favorite books helps you calm down and be in a in a good place yeah. right that's something that you found that you love to do or listening to the those yeah. that series and coloring like it. coloring so what about the connection part what about if a kid or a mom feels like oh I've ha- I really haven't had time to connect with my kid are those things that you just said we could do together and that would help so either even if it's just laying in bed together and reading yeah. You could do that, or even if you're a dad, Yeah. or you could lay down with your kid, mm-hmm. read your book. My dad gets like a book once a day, mm-hmm. and um, sometimes he reads to my brother, or he'll lay down, or my mom will lay down with my brother, and they'll just, my brother will start to fall asleep. And they'll just be rubbing his head and reading. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's a nice connection. Cause and what about rubbing the feet, right? We yeah, do that at he, night. Um, with doTERRA. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a nice connection. Or if you guys want to do like a book club family group, mm. you know, we should do that. Mm-hmm. We <laughs> um, have, we picked that book to do too. We were going to do Captain Pants. No, the other one. But anyway, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, you guys could do a book club group and read the same books at night. You mm-hmm. could do like a chapter a night um, before you go to bed, before you go to school, in school. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so last thing I want to say, and then I'll open it up for you to ask me some questions about parenting or being a mom for 11 years or the highs and lows of that, anything you want. But over the winter, Together, we taught a very special movement class. Mm -hmm. Can you describe to everybody how you saw the movement class, what you experienced, and why you think it's important? What you saw, what you experienced, and why it was important, the Embody Um, class. I experienced a lot of emotions during that, and I just tried to get all of my emotions from the week out and all the drama from the week out. Can you tell everyone what the class, what like what it was? Just give them a description because they may not know what the class was, was and what it was. Moving class. Okay, what and did so we do? You were just dancing mm-hmm. on your knees, on your feet. Yeah, <laughs> it was basically just dancing. But is it is it choreographed? Like, is someone telling you what to do? Can you tell people no. what it felt like to so be in that room? You 
wasn't choreographed. It was you do your own thing basically, and yeah. no one would judge you on it. Yeah. Um, and we would just like I had my eyes closed half the time. Yeah. So I would just like move to the beat. Yeah. Okay, so that's what it was like, and the different songs you have different like positions that I would encourage people to do, right? So one song yeah. I'd say stay on the ground, and then one song. But some people wouldn't. Totally, yeah. totally. You can do more of what you want to do. So you said that it's a way that you got the emotions out. What else did you see and feel in that room? That's going to be very loud. Sorry, she's drinking. Um, I, I felt understood. And I was the only really, I was the only child there for the two other classes mm -hmm. there's three mm -hmm. i was the only child there for the second mm -hmm. and third class mm -hmm. um but i felt like the people if i needed to talk to them i would and they would understand and they would give me like a life after that they would give me like oh yeah i had this when i was a kid does that uh, help you feel better when someone says oh mm -hmm. i felt that too yeah yeah what was the structure of it like? So you said there was some movement. Were there other pieces? I remember you in one of them, in the second one, had asked people to draw something. You had asked people to pick cards. So we had some candles and some other pieces. Mm -hmm. How did that feel? Well, and like the, what was that? What was the importance of that? Definitely in the second class when I asked people to draw what they felt and then we would go around the chair. Mm -hmm. That's just kind of like an opening yeah. of how you want your class to be like mm -hmm. or maybe what you're going through and you would share the card if you wanted to mm -hmm. you pick a goddess card read it and those things are stalkers just saying <laughs> so creepy <laughs> what do you mean by stalker they're they are spot on is that yeah. what you mean they're crazy like it's called synchronicity or very connected <laughs> what if it wasn't creepy what if it was powerful it knew the cards knew us. Would you agree with that? No one, they can't see you. So answer because it's not video. Say yeah. Yeah. What I mean, you're nodding your head, but you have to understand people can't see you. So the cards knew us, right? Yes. Cards did <laughs> and they were always quite accurate. Would you say that? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So what does it feel like? Do you know any difference between what it feels like to grow up? in that kind of environment? Are a lot of your friends doing this kind of stuff on Friday nights? No. Okay. Nope. I bet they're at home watching TV or one of my friends really loves Harry Potter. Probably playing with a cat watching Harry Potter. So what it, why, why is it important or do you think it's important to grow up and have an environment like that I to put yourself into? It is because you'll know that there's still some groups out there that still had the same thing that you did as a kid mm. and to do it now is better than to do it later because if I didn't do it now I would have a ton of stuff on me mm. and I wouldn't be able to think like mm. on your minds and in your body yeah. yeah and that's why I do it I mean it feels so good to just breathe and yeah. get all of the stuff from the week out and the difficult relationships yeah. Okay, so questions for me. Anything you want to ask about parenting you, your birthday, being your mama? Uh, <laughs> what does it feel like to have two kids? 
I think for me, it feels like a gift because I think if I just had you, I would think that all children are a certain way or that there's one way to do things. And I think having multiple kids helps you see how different people are Mm -hmm. and it helps me be a better human and more understanding because Mm -hmm. you and your brother are so different. So I have to use different techniques and stay really present in my own body so that I can attune what you need and attune to what he needs. And it's different. So I think having two kids is really powerful for us. It's a really good dynamic for our family. Um, And I think that I learn about humans every day and it's amazing. Yeah, what was it like to start Little Lome and to end Little Lome? Why did you end it and why did you start it? This yoga studio? Yeah. I started it because I needed, I wanted a place for you and I to teach yoga together and practice yoga together and to um, spend our time and spend our days. And I wanted other families to come join us. And I closed it because it wasn't working for our life anymore on any level. And um, it was very awesome to start it and open it. It was so fun and so scary. (laughs) And it was awesome to close it so hard and so scary. And I just hope that by sharing the reality, the truth of like what it means to live your dreams and live into your life and follow your heart, that sometimes it means taking bold moves and bold actions for yourself. And sometimes it means um, changing the path and letting go of something, even if it's hard. And even if you love, 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 love it. Anything else? Nope. Okay. So thanks for being on today. Thanks for sharing yourself. I want to say that watching you grow up has been amazing. I know you're bored out of your mind now with all the (laughs) yawning. It's the other side of you that's very interesting where you stay up super late doing your reading now. So you're often tired in the mornings, which I think is also part of the hormones. There's been a lot of emotions, a lot of crying. And as we fully move into 11, I think we're both going to learn a lot over the next few years. Will you come back on and talk again um, in a few months? Sure. Okay. Um, Sailor? Yeah. May you be happy? Happy. May you be safe? Safe. May you be healthy? Healthy. May you live with ease. Goodbye.